0: Here we go. All oh, right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Kuska. Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of 1 to Ow. Ten. on a scale, ah. on a scale, Ow. on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast, my name is Jordan Regan and I have my sister
1: Christian Allgaier
0: And this is where we talk all things Disney, the movies, the theme parks, the TV shows, video games, Uh, is there anything else? Comic books, whatever Um, Anything, everything Anything, everything Now, I almost just said, "end the theme song, Uh, instead of theme park (laughs) So that would have been interesting just a whole podcast dedicated to theme songs of Disney uh-huh. okay so let's kick it off with our opening question uh here it is this one is sent in by Bob I'm just kidding uh, <laughs> your favorite direct to video sequel
1: so mine would be an extremely goofy movie
0: that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen that one recently?
1: You know what? I think that's the one we just watched.
0: (laughs) That'd be the one with the disco. Yeah. Not Powerline. College
1: or whatever, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, he goes to college.
1: Yeah, that's
0: what it is. Man. The original is so good, too. The goofy movie.
1: Yeah.
0: So good. My favorite direct to. uh, Let me name some. Honorable mentions here. I feel like the Lilo and Stitch directed videos; they're pretty decent. Uh, You Mm -hmm. know, I really liked the TV show too when they had that. Um, I enjoy Aladdin: Return of Jafar, which is the second Aladdin film. And let me just make sure there's no more honorable mentions. Some of these I haven't seen. But they package them with the original sometimes on Blu-ray, so I have them. Uh, My favorite drum roll is the... uh, Joy's not here to do the drum roll. Um, My favorite is Lion King 2. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: It's really good. I really enjoy it. Plus, it's got one of the best songs in a straight-to-video movie. With uh, He Lives in You. Yeah, yeah. That is one of my favorite Disney songs. And, yeah, it's just one of my favorite Disney songs. Um, It was originally supposed to be in Lion King 1, I think. Uh, I know they use it in, like, the Broadway version. If I'm not mistaken. So it has now been kind of made into Lion King 1 at at times. (laughs) But yeah, it's really good. Um, But it's been a while since I've seen Lion King 2. But Lion King 1.5, that's trash. Don't like it. (laughs) Uh, The reason why, too, is because the whole, like, it's like all about timon and pumbaa have you seen it
1: um a long time ago but i don't remember
0: much about it it's all about timon and pumbaa and so you get all these side characters that are like their family and junk like that like timon's family and stuff
1: right
0: and they kind of rewrite the history of the first movie with it and i can't stand when things do that Uh, oh yeah it was You know, like, the whole hula hula thing from number one or whatever? Yeah. There's something in there, if I remember right, where then, like, right after that, Timon's family was, like, digging underneath of the hyenas and then, like, caused it to collapse or... I don't know. It was just, like, stuff like that where you're like, no, it was fine as it was, you know? You didn't need Uh to make this huge change that makes it seem like they were there the entire time when they weren't. Right. Uh, that's what always drives me nuts about <clears throat> some movies like that. Because you're like, don't act like when you made Lion King one, you thought his family was gonna be there and save the day. It kind of right. like undermines like what Timon and Pumbaa actually did to help. I feel like uh, yeah. at the end of the first one, so. <clears throat> All right, so I guess we can go over to the news. We have some uh, new downtown Disney, Disney Springs news, um, with Guy Fieri open up a opening up a quick service. Chicken restaurant? Yeah, chicken guy?
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's like him and Planet Hollywood, right? He has some kind of deal with that.
0: Yeah, it's like a Planet Hollywood uh, place.
1: Company. But I did read that everything's supposed to be under seven ninety nine, Which is
0: great. That's where I'm going to be eating.
1: I know. They need more of that because they exactly. have so many
0: fancier restaurants over yeah, there It's That's the good thing about, like, Pollo Compero and, uh, McDonald's. Like, yeah, it's not, like, high class or anything, but, man, when you just needed something to eat and cheap... Yeah. It was great. We can't always go to Deluxe Burger and uh what's the pizza blaze pizza you know we can't always go there yeah um or the boathouse you know sometimes you just need something to eat uh that's cheap while you're walking around yeah um uh, what was the other news that you you said you had right oh the woody's lunchbox Did you want to talk about um, that that they
1: are um well they already have yeah um discontinued the Monte Cristo sandwich at Woody's Lunchbox, which I'm really sad about. They said that they had to stop it because they weren't getting enough orders, but, I mean, at the time of them discontinuing it, it really had only been open for not even a month, because today's a month, you know? Like, maybe 15 days or something, because it's been a while since I read it.
0: Right.
1: And just keep forgetting to share it, but... um. So it just seems crazy that they already gave up on that, especially because it's such a popular thing in Disneyland, so you would think that they would have given it time to catch yeah. on over here, but who knows? I'm just disappointed because I wanted to
0: try it. Um, that's why when you sent that to me, I was like, it hasn't even been like out at long at all
1: right um and then the other thing that i had seen that i wanted to share was the fact that they are doing away with all plastic straws right on disney property now there is more to that i'm gonna pull up the whole um article Mm-hmm. But there's more to it than just plastic straws. They're changing a lot of different things that they do with plastic and doing reusable stuff. So I will pull that up.
0: Right, it's good for the environment. Does that mean they're going to be going to, like, the ones that they use at Animal Kingdom?
1: Yes, but what I've also read is they are, are, but the paper ones have gone. Of course, when you read this, or when you see it on there, there was tons of people Flipping just out. bashing, you know, like um, that they were making this move to make more money. Which it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and the whole thing is, is honestly, I've kind of felt like they should be doing this the whole time because they do it in Animal Kingdom because right. of the animal conservation.
0: But if there's animals at animals, every park.
1: Well, not only that, but as a whole, they should be doing it as company-wide. You know what I mean? Like, to really show that they are really trying to make a move towards that. Right. Um, So, it says they have plans to ditch single-use plastic straws and plastic stirrers by mid-2019 in all of the locations. Um, It says it will reduce... More than 175 million straws and 13 million stirrers every year.
0: Now, if they can come up with a paper lid, that'd be great.
1: Well, who is it? Um,
0: because Star- that's the only bad thing about like Animal Kingdom is like you can't get a lid uh, just because it's plastic. But if they can come up with something that is like biodegradable lid, that'd be great.
1: Oh, uh, what was it? Starbucks came up with. They're doing something very similar. They're I think it's I don't know, it was certain kind of drinks. They weren't able to make the move for all drinks. I just briefly read it, mm-hmm. but they changed the type of lid, and I'm not sure what it did really, but it they're no longer doing straws for those type of things you have to specifically yeah. ask. Um, Oh, there you go. It says Starbucks recently announced it would be removing straws from its coffee shops by 2020. And McDonald's also announced it would be moving from plastic to paper straws at its restaurants in the UK and Ireland. Hmm. So a lot of people have been doing it. um, And I don't think it's a bad thing to get behind. Um, It says... They're also planning to reduce plastic bags in the parks, making reusable totes available to guests for a small fee. Disney hotels and cruise ships will also begin phasing out plastic bottles of shampoo and conditioner using refillable amenities instead. Right. Um, There was also some other kind of thing about some kind of filter or cup or something, but in the rooms, I'm not really sure. I can't find it right now.
0: But let me tell you, when I last went to the Disney store... They actually did not have plastic bags anymore.
1: Yes, so that was the other part. They are doing away with them in the stores as well. And I read that, I guess in the beginning or like the first day, I don't know. At some point, they were giving away free bags for people to use, reusable bags. And then mm-hmm. they were, you know, doing away with that too. But So, yeah, I mean... I don't know, it might be controversial to people, but I think it's a good thing.
0: All right, and then we got uh, Ziploc is actually becoming the official sponsor of Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom. As part of the sponsorship, guests will receive a resealable Ziploc bag to keep items dry while on the attraction.
1: So now people were really freaking out about that. Why? Because they announced that, and then right after that, they announced this getting rid of plastic and they're like so great we're getting rid of plastic straws but now we're giving everybody a plastic bag
0: it's a small ziploc bag
1: yeah yeah people were making it sound like they were getting bags big enough to cover themselves so they don't get wet I think they totally misunderstood no it's
0: to cover your uh, items I don't think it's going to be that big of a thing yeah and it's first come first serve uh I mean, I can see where some people might think it's a little hypocritical, but if it's a small Ziploc bag, you know, you can put your phone in it, and then hopefully you're disposing of it uh, correctly. Um, And it won't be that big of a deal, but who knows. Yep. Uh, I think that's all I have for the park news. Uh, Let me just make sure on that um i mean obviously there's some little stuff going on about like construction and and the like but i think that's all of the big news yeah okay so going over to the movie news uh ashley jensen joins the cast of disney's live action version of lady and the tramp and justin thoreau uh thoreau uh will voice tramp And Lady and the Tramp. Live action. Jason Scott Lee joins the cast of uh, Mulan. And also, this this Friday, uh, Christopher Robin uh, comes out. So, really really excited for Christopher Robin. Do you have
1: tickets? Or no? No. Not that excited, huh?
0: Well, (laughs) I'm sure it will not sell out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I see it probably doing just a, maybe a little better than Saving Mr. Banks, but I mean, cause it has the Pooh family in it, but, um, so maybe it'll do better than I think, but I feel like with the way that it is portrayed, maybe more popular with the adults.
1: Yeah, no, I agree.
0: Uh, Disney's acquisition of Fox was approved by shareholders on Friday, uh, for both companies. So, early to mid-2019, that should be finalized. So, we'll see exactly what, uh, what gets done with that. And we just have a last bit of news here. Actually, we're really blown through it today. Hello. Uh, not much going on. Uh, the, this actually just broke today. Uh, the whole cast of Guardians of the Galaxy have issued a statement. About, uh, uh, James Gunn. Uh, let me... It stopped loading. Hold on. Uh, I just had it up, and it was fine. I left to go to another tab, and it's... Uh, but this all happened around lunchtime. Today? Uh, Yeah, yeah, today. Uh, Zoe Saldana, um, Chris Pratt, Pom, uh... Oh, I don't want to butcher her last name. But the one that plays Mantis. <laughs> they all tweeted this at the same time. Um, so it was planned. But it was a picture. It says, An open letter from the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. To our fans and friends, we fully support James Gunn. We were all shocked by his abrupt firing last week and have intentionally waited... Hold on, that keeps loading other stuff. Okay. <laughs> and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to think, pray, listen, and discuss. In that time, we have been encouraged by the outpouring of support from fans and members of the media who wish to see James reinstated as director of Volume 3, as well as to those so easily duped into believing the many outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding him. To share our experience, having spent many years together on set making Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. The character he has shown in the wake of his firing is consistent with the man he was every day on set and his apology now and from years ago when first addressing these remarks, we believe is from the heart. A heart we all know, trust, and love in casting each of us to help him tell the story of misfits who find redemption, he changed our lives forever, we believe the theme of redemption has never been more relevant than now. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story isn't over, not by a long shot. There is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is likely not the last good person to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, the political spectrum can ease up on the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality. It is our hope that what has transpired can serve as an example For all of us to realize the enormous responsibility we have to ourselves and to each other regarding the use of our written words when we etch them in digital stone. That we as a society may learn from this experience and in the future will think twice before we decide what we want to express. And in so learning perhaps can harness this capability to help and heal instead of hurting each other. Thank you for taking the time to read our words, The Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, Sean Gunn, Zoe Saldana, Vin Diesel, Palm uh Clement Clemententiff, uh Dave Batista, Karen Gillian, and Michael Rooker. But it was written very good. It was. And uh yeah, this was at like twelve forty two uh PM today. Um of course you have people that are commenting now and you know they a lot of them said they don't condone And, of course, people still commenting, we thought you were on the side of God, Chris. This is terrible. This is terrible. This is terrible. Over, just over the top. Um, Yeah. So, uh, that's how the internet is. You're either on one side or the other, and it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that was word for word what they had put. Uh, It puts Disney in a very precarious situation now um how do disney handle this uh now obviously they word it worded it in a way where it's not like they're saying they'll never do volume three without them which is what some people wanted them to say obviously they're under contract they can't you know right but it's drawn attention to it 10 days later from the people that you're gonna have to make the movie with and replace their director who all your people. This is signed by the entire cast, which means they're all on the same page, right? It's not like one name is missing from this list. Right. So, you know, it also shows that they're united behind the, you know, on set and stuff. Um, so it is very interesting. I don't know what they'll do, but I think this is actually probably the best chance that James Gunn has to be rehired. Don't think it's going to happen, but... After you know I think the chances went up ten percent after this post <laughs> from from one percent to eleven now, I think because, that's because I mean these are all the casts that you're gonna have to work with and tell them, "Hey, here's your new director when they just made this big message, you know, yeah. Now, Disney also has time on their hands. I mean, this thing was supposed to start filming in January, or early next year. They could easily just push it back and put another movie there instead. Right. Like, Marvel has so many in the works, it's probably not a big deal. Right. So, I guess we'll see how they handle it. But, uh, really nice, well written. I wonder who put the majority of that together. Like, do they all express it, or do, like somebody just draft a statement like that's not an actor, you know, and then they say, hey, well, this and yeah. see if you agree uh, with it. You know, like, I wonder...
1: Well, I was gonna say, or I wonder if they all had somebody who represents them, in a sense, you know what I mean? Right. Like, they found somebody who would word it off for them.
0: Yeah, so this is uh, very interesting and definitely changes things. You know, after ten days, I was thinking they weren't gonna say anything. You had some people like Dave Batista come out, and Chris Pratt made like a small message that could have been in reference to anything, uh, Bible verse, um, but, you know, 10 days later, here we are again, you know, so I feel like, uh, I was kind of shocked to have it, uh, come out today. Yeah. I was worried when I first saw it, though, too, I was like, uh-oh, what are they gonna say? You know? Yeah. And then the last bit of news I have here is uh, the cast list for uh, Star Wars Episode 9. So, Star Wars Episode 9 will begin filming at London's Pinewood Studios on August 1st, 2018. This is from StarWars.com. So, it starts filming in two days. JJ uh, Abrams returns to direct the final installment of the Skywalker saga. Abrams co wrote the screenplay with Chris Terrio. Returning cast members include Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, uh, Donald Gleason, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, Junis Su- Sudamayo, he plays uh, Chewie now—and Billy Lord. Joining the cast of Episode Nine are Naomi Ackie, Richard E. Grant, and Carrie Russell, who will be joined by veteran Star Wars actors Mark Hamill, reprising. Anthony Daniels who plays C-3PO and Billy D. Williams who will reprise his role as Lando Calrissian so the rumors were correct the role of Leia Organa will once again be played by Carrie Fisher using previously unreleased footage shot for Star Wars The Force Awakens we desperately loved Carrie Fisher says J.J. Abrams finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga without her eluded us We were never going to recast or use a CG character. With the support and blessing from her daughter, Billy, we have found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and role as Leia in episode 9 by using unseen footage we shot together in episode 7. Composer John Williams, who has scored every chapter in the Star Wars saga, not the standalones, since 1977's A New Hope, will return for episode 9. And that is coming out December of next year. Huh. So yeah, we got Carrie Fisher. Uh, I I know that they. The thing is, people are always looking at like the deleted scenes right now, and they're like, "Well, there's only like two deleted scenes without Carrie Fisher, uh, you know, with Carrie Fisher in it or whatever." Um, uh-huh. One, it could be footage from other scenes that we've already seen, but different takes. Of the same footage, you know. So it doesn't automatically mean it's a different scene that they're taking from. Right. So it's just footage. So any sort of footage they would have filmed with Carrie, you know, would be used. Um, interesting to see Mark Hamill is confirmed. People kept going on Mark Hamill Beard Watch where they were checking his beard to see if he sha- shaved it off. Huh. Uh, he did shave it off recently and people started to get scared that uh, Luke wasn't going to be in it. But he started growing it back again. Um, and then Billy D. Williams, like we've reported a, about two weeks ago, uh, he was canceling some convention appearances cause he has to go film something. This is what he was filming. This was what the rumors were saying on like the trade papers. So it's official now. And when they actually first released this cast list, Carrie Russell's name was not listed. She closed her deal to star in it the day after, like the day that the cast list were was revealed so a few hours later she closed her deal and then they actually edited her name back into the list huh. so again we have no that's what the first thing i was looking for carrie russell's name because i was like is it true that she's actually going to be in it and then she wasn't when i saw it there and then a few hours later they announced that she had closed her deal wow so that's our star wars cast list um really excited for episode nine Um, it's going to be crazy. I'm so glad Mark Hamill's back. Hopefully that makes people not hate The Last Jedi as much. Yeah. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see. I'm glad Billy Dee's back as, uh, as Lando.
1: Yeah, that'll be good too. Yeah,
0: because we needed somebody back from the original cast. And we got two. We got, uh, Mark Hamill and, uh, Billy D. Williams. Alright, so that's all of the news we have today. Um, not much going on this this week uh, so far. Now, there is a Sorcerer's Magic Kingdom card coming out for the Halloween party, and it stars the orange bird from Sunshine Tree Terrace. That's another thing. Just to hmm. throw that in there. So, Yeah. Um, so you want to hit up our closing question?
1: Yep, so... Our question is, what Disney Channel original show is your favorite?
0: All right, am I going first on this? Yes, sir. This one's tough. This one's tough. Uh, I really enjoyed Phil of the Future back when that was on. Um, So I might do like a live action and animated one here. Uh, Live action, probably going to go with Phil of the Future. Okay. Uh time travel. Favorite thing, my favorite movie is Back to the Future, so yeah, time travel is always going to be awesome. Um and then cartoon, I'm probably going to have to go with Kim Possible. Yeah. Honorable mentions. American Dragon Jake Long. I started watching that after it was already off air. It's pretty good. Dave the Barbarian. Do you remember that show? No. Oh my god, it was so stupid. It was so good. <laughs> Dave the Barbarian. I still have the theme song on my iPod. Um, no. My. It was on some sort of Disney Channel like theme song uh, CD that they had somewhere. So it had a whole bunch of the TV shows. <laughs> um. Yeah, and, and Lilo and Stitch probably honorable mention there too. Um, if I had to go more recent, right now I have really enjoyed DuckTales. I really need to catch up on the Big Hero 6 show. Um, but yeah, what what about you? I just named Sorry. 10. So, <laughs> what'd you say? I said I just named like 10, so uh, give me one.
1: <laughs> Alright, so I'd have to say Lizzie McGuire.
0: I knew it. Um,
1: cartoons, genius and Ferb.
0: Oh, that one's good, too. Milo Murphy's Law is pretty good, too.
1: Oh, they were... It's so funny. I must text you the other day, and then the kids finally remembered it. They were trying to describe that show to us, and they were saying that it was made by the same person that did Phineas and Ferb. But they weren't giving us much to go off of, like, other than that. And we were like, I don't know. And then I was driving so I couldn't text you, and then by the time we got home they remembered what it was called.
0: Let me tell you a funny story about that, too. So... We're driving to see Solo. And I'm blaring Milo Murphy's theme song. Right? Milo's voiced by Weird Al. Yankovic. Oh, okay. Right? So, then I start playing some Weird Al songs. Right? And, uh... Lucas is like, is this Milo singing? And I was like, this is the guy who voices him, Weird Al. He's a singer. He was like but why is he singing it like Milo? I was like, well, that's his voice. And he was like, Oh, so he's been doing Milo's voice so long. It became his voice. <laughs> I said, no, this is, this is how he talks. He just doesn't change his voice when he does Milo. And he like, couldn't grasp his, or the concept of this. That's so funny. So then I kind of explained what parodies are and stuff like that. And he's like, why don't you play, does he have a Taylor Swift parody? Right. So I put on Weird Al's... That's Al. what he asked you? Yeah, yeah. I, I put on Weird Al's TMZ, which is a parody of You Belong With Me from Taylor uh-huh. Swift. And Lucas is like, this is not Taylor Swift song. And he was like, no, this doesn't. This isn't Taylor Swift. I was like, do you not know You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift? I was like, he must only know the more recent stuff. I didn't even realize Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he knew who Taylor Swift was. He asked for it. I was like, okay, here you go. And he was in denial that that was an actual Taylor Swift song. That's funny. Because it sounds it's like more in her, I guess, country days than the pop. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was funny. And then, yeah, they were enjoying enjoying the music there. But um. Okay.
1: So, and I have some honorable mentions here. Okay. Good. I and I just realized that it was only on for one year, and I only remember it being on when we first moved into that house. That was about the EMT people. Oh
0: my god, that's the, that's like the only show I remember. From like, back then.
1: Yeah, it apparently only ran from 2000 to 2001 and it had 21 episodes. That was but like they the were the first time long. we got
0: Disney Channel. We like turned that show on. I just remember like a stallion like, trotting.
1: Now, you, yeah, and you know what's crazy? I always knew that guy looked familiar and now I remember him being in that show, but he was in all the x-men movies, one of the kids on there. Who was it? Um, he's been in other stuff too, I think. In her old x-men. Don Ashmore. He's in the ones from like 2003, 2000, okay. 2006. He plays uh, the one that's in the boyfriend of um
0: Oh, yeah, of uh of um of Anna Paquin's character hold up I'm gonna tell you in a second
1: he plays Bobby Drake
0: yes yes okay I know who you're talking about now
1: people in that in a heartbeat show cool um and then I'm really surprised that you did not mention the emperor's new school
0: didn't like it that much
1: oh okay I was just curious I don't really remember much
0: about it. Do you have any more honorable honorable mentions?
1: No, I'm not seeing anything else. that.
0: You know what I used to like, too? I remember staying up in your room late at night on, like, weekends, I think it was, with Dad sometimes, Mm -hmm. and watching, like, the Vault, or whatever it was called. Do you remember that? Oh, like the old ones? Yeah, they would play, like, Zorro and all these old shows and stuff on there. That was pretty cool. I forget when they started drifting away from that. You know, now it's just the same stuff over. I know. When the boys were up there, that we they were watch up here, they were watching Bunked. Oh my God, it was the same episode like three times in in a day. Yeah, see, like, that's you have my like problem. like fifty of these. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say that's the one thing I hate is that there's never anything different on. It's consistently the same. They have all of these old shows they could be playing.
0: Right, it's crazy. Um, hopefully the streaming service brings some of these shows back, uh, to watch. Uh, sometimes they have, like, Proud Family on the Disney Now app, so you can watch some, like, Proud Family. I think maybe the whole show is on there. Where's
1: that on? The Disney Now?
0: Yeah. Also, good runner-up, <laughs> too, Even Stevens. Oh, yeah. Even I Stevens' musical was the best episode. Of Even Steven, also good. um, The movie was good, too. What was I
1: going to say? And I didn't see it on there, but we were just talking about the one time. The jersey.
0: Yeah. I think that was actually... I'm not sure if it... Was it a Disney Channel original, or was it like a Canadian film that they played?
1: That's what I don't know. I was going to say, I didn't know if it was that, or if it was... During the 2000s, I looked up was during the 2000s.
0: Jet Jackson was another good show?
1: Yeah, that wasn't on there either. And you know what's crazy? The main guy from the Jersey died.
0: So did Jet Jackson.
1: And so did he, yeah. I was going to say, it's really weird.
0: Yeah, because he was also in Smallville.
1: (laughs) He was in something else, though, too.
0: He was in Franklin... No, what was that show? Um, Rizzoli and Isles? Mom watched a few?
1: Yes. Yes. Yep.
0: Hmm. Man, we are... We should have a whole history of the Disney Channel and where all the stars are now. My God. (laughs) Episode? That's what this podcast has become right now. Um so weird
1: whenever i search disney channel shows in the 90s it just automatically brings me up disney channels 2000s shows like i just typed in in the
0: 90s you know what show i remember when we went over moms right oh, back yeah. when they had disney channel and we didn't there was like yeah. a, a live action wonder alice in wonderland show do you remember that
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah i used to love that yeah it,
0: i can never and, find anything about it online
1: Lucas, I mean Lucas, Jordan.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, I'm a kid. Okay.
1: The Torkelsons. That's the other show that I always say about, and you're like, I have no idea.
0: I have no idea. Look it up. I don't think But apparently
1: it, it, um, originally aired on NBC. But this is one of those shows that I always remember. Um, being on when we first moved to the house and had disney channel i remember this show and growing pains but it's funny because i thought so the one that was in one tree hill and boy meets world was on there too
0: minkus was in one tree hill Uh uh-huh you know it was created by the michael jacobs who did uh boy meets world the show was yeah it only lasted for two years and I was born in 1991. That's when it came out. So I don't remember that.
1: Okay. Free Indiana. Adventures in Wonderland was that show.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Wasn't there?
1: Oh, my God, yeah. And the girl that was in that, she was um, the love interest in my date with the president's daughter. Oh, that, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I've seen her things,
0: too. Then there was Flash Forward. Talk about Wilfred Dell, man. He was, like, legendary. He was in that movie, right? Then he voiced, they played reruns. Of Boy Meets World. And then he voiced Ron Stoppable. And then he voiced Batman Beyond on WB. Like, bam. What a legend he is.
1: Now, yeah. I was trying to find that other show, Brotherly Love.
0: Do you remember That's So Weird or whatever it was? So Weird? Do you remember that show?
1: Hold on, I'm reading all of these, because there was a couple that we, Mad Lives. I didn't know they had a show. Bug Juice, oh my God! Bug Juice gosh. was
0: so good! It was that camping reality show, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and I always, I always wanted to go there. Yeah. So Jet Jackson premiered in 2001. Wow. And it's and Destiny's Child and Britney Spears guest starred on the, on, as themselves
0: on the show. Well, I have a, I have the movie, I have the movie on cassette somewhere. Okay, and then... I used so to have we, it down uh, at Mamam's at the beach because she still had a VHS player when we didn't. So I had it, and I would watch it while I was down there. Huh. Yeah, um 'cause because there's a Disney outlet store on the way down. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's where I got, uh, Hounded? Is that what it was? With Cuba? Was that Kuba Gooding Jr. and Taj Maury? Yeah, yeah. TJ Maori? Yeah. I bought that movie there. <laughs> At the at the outlet.
1: Um, so yeah, I found that one so weird.
0: Oh, that was so good. That had the guy from Brink
1: in it. Yeah, that's what it says too. It's <laughs> Um and then the jersey popped up on here. It says based on the book series The Monday Night Football Club. Oh, okay. Um Sister Sister.
0: That was not that, an original, though. That was an ABC show. It was show.
1: originally aired on ABC and right. then WB. Just like Smart
0: Guy. I used to love watching Smart Guy. That was yeah, on UPN was, or whatever. That,
1: that was next on the list. That was
0: it. So many good shows. Bug Juice, though. Bug Juice. I used to they watching. started replaying that at one point, and I just literally would watch it every night. <laughs> it was like every night, and I'd be like, oh, what's going on here, you know?
1: Now, I don't remember Flash Forward that much.
0: What, well, give me the plot. What is it?
1: It's actually, Flash Forward, is. it says this series is the first in Disney, Disney Channel Original Series. It was created in 1995, starring Ben Foster, followed two BFFs as they each narrate, narrated their middle school life, comparing it to when they were little kids. No. You'll know the guy, though, if you looked him up. He's been in other stuff
0: guess i'm looking it up now this
1: doesn't say when the adventures in wonderland what years that was but i remember us being pretty addicted to that one the secret of lost creek that must have been an older one it says this super early disney channel series reads like a goosebumps book and it has shannon doherty in it she was the she was one of the main people from Charmed when it was first on. Yeah. Um, so, and then Eerie Indiana. I feel like you mentioned that one not too long ago. Or we looked it up or something.
0: Was that Disney? I thought that was actually Nickelodeon.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, let me read what this says. just says, take a look at these 15 classics, both Disney Channel Original and ones aired in syndication on the network. Hmm. But we left off Boy Meets World because, seriously, did you really forget about that show?
0: Uh, no. Brandy and Mr. Whiskers, do you remember that show? No. That was another weird one. Um, Morning Miss Bliss actually premiered on Disney Channel. And what that became... It's the first season of Saved by the Bell. And then it was actually focused around the teacher. And then they liked the students more. And then NBC bought the show when Disney Channel didn't want to air it anymore.
1: Hey, I remember this show. Now I'm like, I'm falling down that hole of internet searching. (laughs) It's like 25 shows that you almost forgot about.
0: Right, so 2006 and 2007, that's the year I fell off of this. All right, so 2006 had Hannah Montana. I watched that. Right? 2007, Corey in the house. Mm-hmm. But by the time Wizards of Waverly Place aired in October of 20, 2007, was not watching Disney Channel anymore. I've seen bits of- and... Jonas, Good Luck Charlie, Austin and Allie, Ant Farm- a uh, dog with a oh, blog. That was terrible. You know which one I do not like, and your boys. I already know. Watch dog
1: with a blog.
0: No, no. That your boys watch all. They don't watch dog with a blog anymore.
1: No, because he finished that whole season. Lucas goes through the series. Right. Which one?
0: It was. Um... Vark.
1: Oh, I hate that one. <laughs> it's <laughs> I so hate bad.
0: It. I turned on the TV yesterday in your room while I was putting the Sega away and stuff, and that yeah. came on. And I was like, because like, that TV hasn't been on since the boys were here in that room. Right. And, right. Oh my God, Bizarre Vark was on, and I was like, flip it!
1: <laughs> I know, I hate that one. For the longest time, I wouldn't even let them put it on and be like, nope. Um, oh, this was on PBS Ghostwriter.
0: Hmm, I, don't remember
1: that. I kind of remember that, but like not much. The only real PBS show I remember and I really liked it was um, was it Shiloh? Yeah, the no. dog. What's the one the with the dog that solved
0: crimes or whatever? Wasn't that what it was?
1: Yeah, that wasn't Shiloh though. I don't oh no, that think. was
0: Wishbone. <laughs>
1: Wishbone, yes, yes, yes. See, my kids would get a kick out of that. I think.
0: Yeah, it's probably so bad now. If you watch it, though. you're probably like, how did I watch this show? yeah I know that's a lot
1: of things I don't know I mean not that it's Disney but I've tried getting them to watch um shoot what's that one Rocket Power hmm. and Lucas used to love Rugrats and you know the other day I pointed out the Rugrats on Timor
0: <laughs> well just like, wait what? until they come out the new Rugrats yeah Well, I think that's pretty much it. We we're starting to go into Nickelodeon there. So, uh, if you want to, uh, <laughs> who won the? Give us the votes. Oh,
1: Pirates of the Caribbean won.
0: What? Awesome!
1: Did you just say awesome?
0: Yeah, that's so cool.
1: I was voting for the other one.
0: Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Pirates is where it's at, man um oh that's so cool we're gonna have to put out a little victory thing and i'll have to make a victory speech and all that stuff so we'll Uh, (laughs) i'm the official ambassador of pirates. um where can people find you at
1: l-g-u-i-r-e adventures and the podcast at behind the dreams podcast on instagram
0: and you can find us on facebook.com slash behind the dreams podcast twitter at bt disney podcast uh, rate us on the iTunes store. It helps other people find us. Uh, plus, we still only have like one review. So please review us. So please review us. Um, even if it's a one star, I don't care. As we'll as take we, it. As long as we get reviews. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So yeah, that we actually talked a good bit about the Disney Channel stuff. So uh, if you want to send okay. us your response of... If you're like you're wrong it's definitely a proud family and even Stevens you know like send us send us some mail uh, at um, beyond the dreams podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on the Facebook and Instagram and Twitter so and maybe you can post something on Instagram that just has like the words that has the question of like what's your favorite Disney Channel original or something okay yeah I'll do that cool Alright, well, thank you everybody for listening, and have a great week.
1: Bye. Low battery. <laughs> See you
0: real soon!